welcome back. This is our third episode. Woo! We're hoping you're enjoying everything so far, hearing us chit-chat, and kind of getting a peek into what it's like hearing us on the phone. Um, for this one, we were, we kind of want to go light and a little bit more fun and talk about dating and boys and love <laughs> and everything like that. Cause we are so experienced. We're well, the most experienced people. Don't expect not... some <laughs> don't, guys. Don't expect some like super scandalous story. Cause I've heard some podcasts of like people saying some scandalous stuff that this is like PG stuff over here. Probably <laughs> like... this is two women who have pretty much little to no experience <laughs> in dating but new but that's a new perspective a right there's too many people that are experienced <laughs> right? out there <laughs> this is this is us from a non-experienced perspective as to well i'm still single you're not but i am and it's it's definitely a fun time to be single because i don't have to worry about seeing my boyfriend but also, it's hard to date when you're in quarantine and as, like, a single person. But it's been fun, too. Is that really something that you're I... thinking about in quarantine, though? I feel like I, I mean, I, I'm dating, but I feel like if it wasn't, no. <laughs> I wouldn't be. It's not, it's not on the top of my list. Like, going into this quarantine, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, how am I gonna find a boyfriend? Because that wasn't on my mind before. And it's not... It's not something on my mind right now. Like, I don't want a boyfriend anytime this year. Um, right. And I haven't want I haven't been wanting to be in a relationship for a couple years. Not because of anything traumatic or anything. It's just, like, I'm putting my career first. And I have goals that I need to hit. And I just want to give that my 100. And I'm very much the type of person where if I'm going to be in a relationship, I really invest my time. Mm-hmm. Especially really early on. Yeah. And I know that I get distracted because of that. Some people are able to balance that. I'm not one of those people. So I'm giving my career everything right now. With that said, I do like talking to guys. And I'm going to go in what? a little bit later in about... <laughs> what? I know. Strange. I still like guys. What? <laughs> uh, I'm going to be going into something fun that I found on Tinder. Ooh. And I'll go into that a little bit. But... What is your... I have the hiccups, by the way. So if I keep pausing randomly, that's why. What is your love situation right now? My love situation, which now I feel like it's weird to call it that, because isn't that guy from Jersey Shore named the situation? I feel like he ruined that word. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think of that. (laughs) He has nothing to do with whatever's going on in my life. But... I'm I mean, he's married now. Honestly, so. I'm ashamed I even know that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, That's our generation. <laughs> um, so, Fun fact. Uh-huh. My car. Oh, sorry. Fun fact. My car, my first car that I ever had, um, that I got like at the end of high school, I named my car Snooky because I was obsessed <laughs> with the Jersey Shore. She was my favorite character. She's not anymore, but she was my favorite character. So, yeah, my high school car. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're but back you to saying, your question. Sorry. Yes. Um, so right now I'm taken. 
which is really strange for me to say. It's very, it was a very unexpected and it's like the first time ever that I've said that. <laughs> I have never had a boyfriend. I have never, before now, uh, this person has been my first boyfriend, my first kiss, my first serious anything because I've never really even kind of dated or talked to some guy or I talked to one guy once, like maybe for couple hours but it wasn't it was more of like I think at the end more friendship maybe he was interested but he wasn't very clear about it so I never I don't know this isn't this is my first time being taken and it's strange because we are in quarantine and I think when this this we started talking two and a half weeks before quarantine and we actually went on our first date like right when things started getting worse so we only got to see each other about five times <laughs> before um we'll see each other like on dates because we had been seeing each other as a normal acquaintances in this church group which is where i met him and i i think that quarantine has made it a little bit different but not necessarily in a bad way because it's caused everything to slow down, which for me, I think is a positive. I don't want anything to be rushed. And he doesn't really rush me. He respects that. I, I've asked him to take everything slow and he respects that. But but I think quarantine's made it even, even more slow than he probably would want it to be. <laughs> but but we talk every day. So, so we're, we're still connected and we've gotten pretty I want to say serious through our talks but yeah let's let's go more light this is getting too serious (laughs) (laughs) um no I think it's so it's so cute that you guys are still like it's it hasn't affected per se your relationship because I would think that being so new it would somehow and I think it's really cute that it's not and that you it's very nice that he's respectful and that he's he's like you respectful of your choices of taking it slow um honestly yeah, this is i'm i'm very single i'm so nervous <laughs> to even talk about this i'm like and totally blushing right now <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet though and <laughs> i think it's i'm definitely very single right now again mostly because i don't want to have a relationship um but yeah that doesn't mean so with the quarantine, it's been weird. I've obviously I have a, a, I have social media, not social media accounts, dating apps. Well, I have one dating app, that's Tinder, and it's not even really a dating app. Nah. <laughs> so it's more of like just a talking app, you're hooking up app. But obviously, no one's. I, I hope no one's hooking up with social distancing. Unfortunately, I think people <laughs> are hooking up right now. I, yeah. I could see some people still doing that, which is fine. You know, you do you, but it's not fine. Yeah, it's been so. There's this thing. It's not fine. You're not helping the earth. No, and it's or us, and or us. But yeah, I there's this feature on Tinder that is called like the passport feature. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. Do you know about? Do you know about the passport feature? No, I have never heard of this. So, Tinder, you can pay for your account or you can have a free account and usually when you pay for your account you have the passport feature but with Mm -hmm. everything going on they open that that feature up to everyone oh and basically what it is is like the the way tinder works is like if you open the app 
you only find people in your area. Um, so if uh-huh. you go to New York, you'll find people in your area because you're there, but you won't find people in New York if you're in Tallahassee. Um, so with that passport, you can search up any country and it'll match you with people in that country. And I've been having so much fun with that because I was like, huh, let me go look at like the UK. And I went and there's some cute guys in the UK. And then I went to Mexico. I was going to search like this, the little town where my family's from. But then I was like, nah, because like, I don't know if people will recognize me. And like, that's weird. That's awkward. <laughs> so I went to a different, yeah, I went to like a different area. It's just fun because it's like, you always think what else is out there. Like, the world is so mm-hmm. big. And now you get to see. And, man, let me tell you, Mexico has some fine-ass men. And <laughs> I look at them, and then I'm like, why are you not here? <laughs> and, like, and, obviously, our population of hot guys that are Hispanic is a little lower here in Tallahassee because we're so small. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was looking. Oh, my gosh. I was looking at guys in L.A. Yeah. Wow it's yeah is this your new moving incentive to be (laughs) it's 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 not but (laughs) but i'm not complaining it's like i want to move for other reasons but this is the cherry on top and i don't mind that i it's Mm -hmm. it's a nice perk and they're very much they're good looking and they speak spanish which is a plus which you know i don't always i don't just date hispanic guys but I definitely don't mind it. I think uh, that, yeah, that's, that's interesting. That's <laughs> I I actually I okay, so I tried Tinder in college. Uh at first I didn't want to try it uh-huh. because it was like known as a hookup app and I didn't want to hook up with anybody. I, yeah, it's a hookup app. Right. Like I said, I, I I had never had anything serious or anything like that, and I didn't want to just hook up with people because I didn't want that to ruin my experience. So I I think I ended up downloading it because me and my friend would just kind of go on it and like swipe and it was kind of fun to just sit there and swipe and I've never I never really uh, I, I also when I moved back here I, kn- I had a friend who met someone really great on like Bumble and so I tried that one too I tried like one or two maybe three I never liked any of them I didn't like having to meet people like maybe consider meeting people because of an app I felt like that was strange and I didn't maybe because I had never dated in person it was just too strange for me and I didn't really know how to trust these guys yeah so I, don't I never have, I don't have like the best yeah I don't have like the best experience dating in person meeting people one-on-one um the closest thing I had to that was like or in college there was like this guy I liked and we had the same class and then we just like he would always walk me to my next class Aww. And I never knew, like, if he had a, a class in that building. Oh, this story <laughs> takes a turn. It's a fun turn, too. <laughs> oh, okay. And he was really cute. And he was actually Venezuelan. And Ooh. he was really cute. That could be good or bad. And he, <laughs> he was, it was good. But then I found out that with all the flirting, he had a girlfriend. Or he had an ex-girlfriend that oh, he shit. was pretty serious with. And she was, um... She was a Florida State cheerleader. And I was like, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try. You win, girlfriend. (laughs) 
so that was that but yeah for a while he would like walk me to class and we would talk and have lunch and it was it was cute and there was like a couple other just small flings again nothing serious I really wasn't looking for anything serious in college I just wanted to yeah. have fun because it's college and that's the whole point I think it's cute that people find couples and get married with their college like sweethearts and stuff that's really cute I just didn't yeah. meet one of those so people. strange yeah um <laughs> I yeah, did it. Okay, I did it. <laughs> I did it. So I've never wanted to just have just fun with people. I always thought if I ever tried anything with anybody, it would be serious. I don't like, I don't want to say I don't like that mentality, but I just, I didn't want that. I've, I, I've always been pretty mature about dating and all that. And I, and I don't think it's worth, I take like my, my time and my emotions very seriously. And I don't, I didn't want to play around with anybody or have anybody play around with me. So I think that's one of the big reasons I didn't really like those apps. And I'm also very old fashioned. Um, so I was, I really just wanted to meet somebody like the old fashioned way in person. And I was like, but people aren't going to talk to you in the supermarket. So I didn't know how to do it. I mean, it ended up happening, but I wanted to ask you about this passport feature because I think it's interesting. So um, like you said, you always wonder, because I always thought people in other countries take mm-hmm dating more seriously than in the U.S. because I've always seen people in the U.S. just kind of hook up and then maybe they're like, oh, I guess I do like you after we've been hooking up for months, which I think is not the right approach, but I'm not judging anybody, just not my, what I like. And I always thought like in Germany and in some European countries and well, not all countries, but a lot of countries, I always thought they would probably take it more seriously. Um, And I think it's more... Yeah, I think it has more to do with generation-wise because it's very, it's very normalized in our generation for hookups. And so I'm on the opposite part of dating to what you said. I very much like the idea of there's a difference between sleeping around and playing around. And there's nothing wrong with people who do want to sleep around. If that's your prerogative, go for it. Um, I very much like the idea of like, talking to a few guys maybe one or two not that I have a line of guys no 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 I wish mm-hmm. that's not it but I think it's fun because I don't know what I like in a guy like I don't have like I don't think I have a type I mean I if you were to look and we'll go more into this later but like I don't know what I like as far as personality wise there's some things that I don't like but I like the idea of maybe talking to someone who's completely different than uh, the type of guy I would normally approach. And I think the apps help because I don't feel committed to meeting you. If like, if I don't want to meet you, if, if, if the flirting goes and I'm like, ah, you're really not worth it. Then I just ghost you and that's it. (sighs) Whereas I feel like in person it's, it's more commitment. Um, and I don't know. I personally like, the idea that when the time comes to kind of settle down to know to have kind of tried a little bit of everything um that's just me though but i i don't think it's necessarily country to country i don't really mm-hmm. know though um cuz i haven't been to any other country to be able to say i think it's more generation but then i i see i guess i see for example in like Mexico and stuff where I talk to cousins and they're very much it's seen kind of like as a down thing to flirt with a couple guys 
I think that's just more of a cultural thing as well that, you know, women in, at least in Mexican culture, are seen as like this, you know, as bad if they're here and there, but men are totally okay with bringing new girlfriends in all the time. Yeah. Um, that's just like a cultural thing that sadly needs to be fixed. That's not going to take, it's not going to get fixed overnight. It's going to take like generations, but we're not going to go into that part. It was just, yeah. And I totally, I, I do respect that part that you say like you want to and that's totally fine as well um but yeah that's just that's what makes us great friends is that we have different well okay so i'm not saying there's anything wrong with talking to many guys or sleeping around i just it was never something i was looking for and maybe i i Right, I could have possibly, if multiple guys would have started talking to me, I guess I could have maybe talked to them, but I probably would have felt really guilty. I don't, I don't, I don't feel okay with doing that. I just, I'm really sensitive towards other people's feelings, and I don't like hurting people's feelings, and I just think that if that were the case, I think I would probably either tell them all that I'm talking to all the guys, or just not, and just like back off and only talk to one, because I just, I get that really triggers my anxiety and I don't want anything Mm -hmm. triggering my anxiety. I don't want to sit there and stress about the fact that I might be talking to three guys and they don't know. And then what if I ended up getting serious with one or two and then what do I do? It's so complicated in my mind. I don't mind if if you can do it, if you can play around with that. Awesome. I just can't. And I, yeah, no, it's definitely. So like the couple of times I have, it's not, I don't, it's never gotten to the serious point. It's literally just been chatter of like, just like the typical, you know, flirty chatter of like, hmm, what do you do? What do you like? And uh, and then talk for a few days. And then if they get really annoying, because I hate getting text messages every single day. <laughs> and there was a guy that I was talking to from Tinder that we went from being on the app to like sharing our personal phone numbers. And he just got way too annoying, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He was texting me when I woke up in the middle of the day. And then I was like, dude, I'm at work. Like, <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. And he's like, oh. And then, like, at, at five, he would literally be like, oh, how was your work day? And I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> like, um, but that's just me being bad at flirting and not having the patience. <laughs> that that just sounds like you really just didn't want exactly. anything serious. And I just. Because that's not, like, yeah, a bad thing for I him just, to do. I just stopped texting him and then he, I like blocked his number and then he found, we had shared our Snapchats and he found me on Snapchat and was like, well, he didn't find me, but he like messaged me a picture and was like, oh, so you're just going to leave me hanging like that? And I opened the message and I didn't respond. And so, and I get, but that's not nice. I know that's, that's not nice. <laughs> okay. I, I know you mentioned ghosting. I know you mentioned ghosting is like something positive in the U.S., but I think ghosting sucks. It, I it does don't like suck. People ghosting me, and I would hate it. Does suck because it's be been ghosted. done to me, and I hate it when it's done to me. But I don't know. I don't know. So why do it? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's not. It's really honestly, it's not hard. It's not hard to to tell somebody, listen, I'm not really interested, and then yeah. block them. But like. Like, honestly, if you're going to block them and you're going to be rude, you might as well just tell them so that they're not like, what happened? Like, you can literally just tell them and block them. If you're going to block them, you're being rude anyways, but at least give them a little bit of an explanation so they don't think you dropped off I the face so. of the earth. I-, <laughs> I don't see, I don't think, I don't think ghosting is that great. So I think me, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think I do it because, like, I don't care enough about, oh, this is going to sound so bad. <laughs> I don't care so much about their feelings because I'm not investing 
again, it goes back to I'm not looking for something serious. So my mindset going into it is not I'm getting I want a boyfriend out of this. It's just let's just flirt and see what happens. Mm-hmm. So with that mentality, I, I don't if I'm just not attracted or I don't want to keep the conversation going, then I don't even give them the time of day and I just just completely stop texting them. <laughs> I'm so, this is why I'm single, okay? I didn't, so, (laughs) no, I mean, when I started talking to this guy, I didn't, eh, like, I wasn't looking for anything. I I used to look, I feel like I used to always be like, oh, everywhere I go, I should be looking. But, like, I had kind of reached a point where I was like, whatever. And I wasn't too, not that I wasn't, like, I didn't want it to happen, but I wasn't really actively looking. I didn't even know this guy was interested in me until, like, we started talking. I hadn't realized that he was interested in me at all <laughs> until he started texting me. It was like, oh, you want to do this? And I was like, oh, that means he likes me. But um, I think, okay, well, that that's the thing. Though. I wasn't looking for anything, but if I ever, I knew that if I ever did start talking to somebody, I would take it seriously because like I said, I wouldn't want somebody to do that to me. So to me, it just sounds like, Maybe more than you just wanted to have fun, but it sounds like you literally closed yourself off to guys. Because if you just want to talk to guys and when they get serious, you're going to freak out. That's not you not wanting to get serious because you're never going to see what happens if you don't let it happen. You're closed off. You're you're closed off. And maybe you should start conversations with that. But I don't <laughs> see. So I I am closed off, but not in like a, oh, I'm closed off because of something bad. It's just, again... I don't want something serious. That's something, and I say that on my Tinder profile. It's it clearly says I'm not looking okay. for anything serious. So the guys who are who are matching with me and who do DM and who I do talk back and forth, they're getting a heads up. Like I'm not trying to be your girlfriend. I'm not trying to make this be a long. So if they're going okay. in, they know that. So it's not like I'm shocking them in any way. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to look for anything serious. So. I guess in a way it is being closed off, but I don't know. I'm, I'm 25. I don't, I like, I don't necessarily want something serious right now. And maybe it'll come back and bite me in the ass later on when I do want something serious and then no one wants to take me serious, but that's, but we'll, we'll, (laughs) karma (laughs) is bitch. And, um, but I'll get to that when that time comes and if, you know, I've never also been the type of person, and this is going to go a little bit too deep, but I've never seen, I've never been the type of person who sees myself getting married. And I know saying that may come off as like kind of sad, but it's not. And it's not because I have bad marriage examples. Like my parents are happily married. Like it's just, I personally don't, it's not something I want to get out of life. If that Mm -hmm. makes like, I was never the type of person where I was like, oh, I'm going to get married. No, if it happens, great. And I'm going to work hard for it. And I'm going to do the best I can to be a good wife. But if it doesn't happen, honestly, I'm totally okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, however, want to be a mom. That's for sure. That for sure I do. And, you know, we live in the year 2020 where you don't necessarily need to be married and go the traditional way to have mm-hmm. a child and you know i could adopt i could i actually do want to adopt um yeah there's of a lot I would of ways like to have my own child but i definitely would want to yeah there's so many different ways so 
that's a goal that I see in my life for sure is being a mom. And I know that I'll achieve it, whether that's because I'm married, because I'm not married, because I choose to adopt, because I choose to do IVF and have the money or whatever it is, the situation, Mm -hmm. I know I can get it. Whereas marriage is just kind of like, I actually think I would be really bad at marriage because I'm very bad at commitment and committing to things in general. See, I don't, I don't think, okay, I don't think there's but anything a, wrong with what topic. you're saying. <laughs> I think that it's fine, and mm-hmm. it's fine if, you, if you've never seen yourself as marriage, uh, as you want to be married, uh, but, I mean, I always, I always did, and maybe that's the difference in the way we're approaching dating, I always kind of, I saw dating as, like, a, a path towards one day being married, because I always did, when I saw myself in, when I saw myself later on in life, I always thought of myself as someone who's married and have children and so I honestly that was something I struggled with when I was trying to figure out my my future and I I was trying to apply to jobs and all I could see was that which I think is a problem I was like yeah that's what I want but what do I want to apply to you can't apply to marriage I don't think that's a problem (laughs) no it's not a problem but it is a problem problem, that when you think of your future you can only think of that and I was trying to figure out how to get a job not how to get married at that point (laughs) Um, and I don't, I'm not saying I'm, I'm ready right some now. People, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's something you definitely want in your future. And that's totally okay. And a lot of people, a lot of women think that, and that's totally fine. I think it's kind of similar to, like, how some people don't want kids. And then some people are like, oh, you say that, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, just respect people who say they don't want kids, because they know why they don't want kids. Yeah, but what I thought was interesting... What I thought was interesting about what you said was that you didn't specifically say you don't want to get married. You said you didn't really visualize it, and but that you think it could happen or not. And that you definitely want to be a mother and that you'll see how you make that happen. It doesn't have to be through marriage. But I think what's interesting, what I thought was interesting was that you said you didn't specifically say I will not get married. You said, well, if it happens, it happens, which makes me kind of question if if you're saying that to yourself more because you don't want to like let yourself down because I know for me I was I used to be really scared of always ended up ending up alone because I have aunts and I know a lot of people that I love that I'm like why are they not married or why did they never get married or their marriage never worked and I see them and I'm like I don't want to end up super alone like that not that it's a bad thing but I it was like a fear I always had and I'm wondering if you're if it's something that you you're scared to let yourself down so you're telling yourself you don't want it or if you really are just open to whatever is going to happen. Yeah. So I see, I definitely see what, what you mean. Um, no, not, I don't think necessarily it's because I'm, I'm personally not scared of being alone. I'm like, I don't know. I think it has more to do with, I'm okay if it happens. Like if I were in a relationship and it lasted 20 years and it never went into marriage, I would be okay with that. I think marriage, for me, marriage is just a paper and a party. Um, But that's just, like, me personally. I don't necessarily see the point of it. Um, And, like, let's say, like, this, like, whoever the guy is, and if he really, truly wanted to, if he was like, I do want to get married, like, do the whole thing, I'd be like, cool, I'm open to that. And if he said, no, I don't really want to, I'd be like, that's totally okay with me, too. And... If it ended up being, like, if he just wanted to tie the knot and was like, hey, let's just, just the courthouse and not do, like, a big thing, I'd be okay with that, too. I'm not too, 
when I say like I don't see myself getting married or like I don't necessarily it's not something I necessarily am seeking I don't mean like me being alone it's just like more of the 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 actual married part like going through the legal process and everything um but yeah if it were if you were to ask I would say if and if this me and this person had been dating and I actually feel like that we would be forever if he asked if he were to ask me I would say yes but then if we had that conversation and he was like you know I personally don't really believe in it I'd be like you know that's totally cool that's just the how I see it um and I also just don't there is a lot of pressure because of my culture to think otherwise as far as like I know my parents would probably be a little disappointed if I was together with this person and we never got married but it's also kind of acceptable at this point because I know a lot of people who are together with someone and they have kids and they live like a married couple they just don't have it as paper and that's their business whatever reason that is that they didn't do like whether it's maybe they don't believe in it or maybe they just hasn't happened or they don't have the money and they're saving up whatever their reason it's their business and I feel like when it comes to me and that person it'll end up being the same way if we end up just hey saying hey we tied the knot at the courthouse let's all eat at Olive Garden <laughs> I'm totally cool with that I love Olive Garden let's go celebrate with breadsticks <laughs> and if he's like you know what F it I want to have a big party Let's go all out and go get married in Paris. I'd be like, yo, let's do that. So I'm very chill when it comes to that. Um, but definitely not in the sense of being alone and everything. Um, I would like to have like a partner in life, but I don't necessarily need a marriage stamp on it to be okay with it. Like, does that kind of clear up a little bit more of like what I mean by like if I don't if I don't see myself getting married and stuff? Um, yeah, I just, I didn't know if you had posed yourself that question, because sometimes we don't really realize why we say things, but, but I get it, and I think that's not a bad stand to have, the fact that you're like, you know what, I'm, I want to be with somebody if it happens, and I'll see what they want, and I can, I I think that's not bad, like, if they want to get married, oh, then okay, I'll get married too, but if they don't want to, you're okay with it too, which is, which is great, um, and I don't think, I do think that our culture since we're Hispanic, does have a lot of pressure with the marriage situation, which I don't love. But mm-hmm. I don't think we should ever do anything because of what our parents or our culture tells us. I personally think that one of the big reasons I take marriage really seriously is because of probably because of my religion, mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly, because I'm Catholic. And But it's not just that. For me, for me, marriage is just really, really sacred. But yeah. I don't judge anybody who doesn't want to. And like you said, anybody can do whatever they want with their life. And I'm not doing it because of my parents. If my parents were ashamed of me for getting married or whatever, which I know that they're always going to be there as my parents. So that's good. But but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And it sucks to have that pressure and not tech, and not really identify with it always. But But it's also good to acknowledge the fact that, listen, I know I have this pressure, but I think differently and I think that's okay. Yeah, and it's for sure that because, like, I'm 25 and I do have friends who have kids or who are going to get married or and they're in that. And, like, my parents do look at me like, when's this going to (laughs) happen? I think they've chilled on it because I very much have expressed before, like, listen, marriage is the last thing on my plate right now. I have all these goals I want to do and reach, and that's going to always come first. The rest will come when it comes. And they've, they've... they've been okay with that and they accept that um obviously you still get the little hispanic parent jokes of like 
¿Cuándo están los nietos? Or like, where are they coming? Like, at every wedding? That's just more joking. But <laughs> every time there's a wedding or anybody wedding, getting engaged. <laughs> every time. Yes, they're always looking at you like, when are you? Sometimes at dinner time. Sometimes at dinner time when they're like, so you're moving out yet? I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> you're like, you thought. <laughs> um, no, for sure. But yeah, we kind of went a little bit deep and this was supposed to be fun. But it's that's fine. That's okay, though. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's important to talk and that's just our conversations. I think we that's our trademark. That totally deep, fine. But, deep but fun. Yes. No? We try not to get deep and we end up getting deep, but that's fine. Um, Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I, I'm excited for whatever my future has as far as love. I'm always going to be open to it. Same. Um, and then if it, it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, have you, so here's a question. Have you ever had your heart completely broken where you felt like you were just so sad and you, you cried or maybe something? Like, have you ever had that moment happen to you? Even if it was like, so for me in high school, I had this crush for four, like all four years of high school, three and a half. And when I tell you that me in my mind, I made a relationship with this guy and he didn't even know I existed. Oh, I, I, I like <laughs> that was high school and I can laugh about it now. Cause I was a little baby, <laughs> but yeah, I like, I, I had this huge crush on this guy and it was like thinking back. It's really cute. Like it's, it's fun little things. Like I would, I did like dumb stuff for him to like quote unquote notice me, but the kid doesn't even know I exist, and it's fine because that's funny. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think it it matters. It, like where I am now, I'm perfectly fine, and the way he turned out, I'm. I don't think it would have worked out anyways. So oh god, we're totally, we're fine to where we are. But yeah, it's just I remember my friend went up to him though in high school and told him oh, we were at, like, a football game, and he was there, and we had a similar circle of friends, kind of, not, like, some of my friends knew his friends, so, like, we all kind of, like, circle, like, it was just, like, a circle thing, and I remember my friend went up to him and was like, hey, do you see that girl over there? She likes you, and, like, I was so mad at my friend. I was like, oh, and, like, how dare you betray me and tell my crush that you that I like him, and it turns out, like, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I will never forget this because I wrote Back then I had a blog because it was like my diary blog and it was like this really dumb, it was like when blogging was the, the, the thing and you would write your own little sad stories online. <laughs> I was also going kind of- On like fml.com, do you remember that? <laughs> so... <laughs> do you remember yes. that? And like I had, do you remember Blogger? Do you, do you know what a, the, I think it's called a blogger. It was like this blogging website. Tumblr? Yes, Tumblr. That's what it was. And- so I had one and it was like my little diary and I would go on there and be like, high school sucks and I hate everything. And it was like my very, like a little way of writing my emotions. And I think you were writing it on the wrong place. I think that you were supposed to write those on FML. They were like, FML, I hate my life. Yeah. This guy doesn't like me. Those were like, they were like tweets that just were about horrible things that happened to people and they were on a whole website. I, I, I had forgotten about it. <laughs> No, I definitely made, wrote, like, entire, I had, like, entire oh, wow. diary post on that Tumblr, and one of the ones that kind of went a little bit, a little, got a little bit of attention from people was, so after my friend went up to this guy and told him that I liked him, his response was, oh, I don't, la I don't date Latinas, <gasps> and 
he was he was fucking Hispanic too, and I was like, motherfucker, what do you mean you don't date Hispanic? Anyway, I love how your your voice went down like if nobody can hear you. (laughs) 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 He he like literally, my little sixteen year old heart shattered. I was like, oh my heart and it was so sad and i remember crying that night like if he doesn't love me and all of this dumb bs and i went on tumblr and i wrote a post about how the guy like didn't like me because i was hispanic (laughs) (laughs) and and, like there was like these comments are like you don't need him like you know very much like you don't need this guy if he doesn't like oh very positive and of course very positive little things and i thought it was very cute and i was like yeah i don't need him like F him and no 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 but my dumb ass was still in love with him for four years and <laughs> yeah that that was like the one time I had my heart completely broken and I should have known it was never gonna work out but it's fine because in high school you just think it, it will and now looking back at it I'm like oh that was a cute moment and I'm kind of happy it never worked out because you know he dropped out of high school so didn't really do much with his life i'm not sure that we have the same definition of cute moment (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like a horrible moment to me but (laughs) i so i've i've never had my heart broken like like that i i i kind of had i've always had a thing where if a guy is an asshole to me it's a turnoff so i have had i did have little crushes and stuff and of course most of the time they didn't know i existed because I, I wasn't a super outspoken person in high school or anything. Only to, like, the people I trusted, I was super outspoken. But not to other people, especially the guys. But No, same. <laughs> yeah, but I did have some crushes. Um, One of them, my, my friend told one of the ones I had a crush on forever, which I did know him since, like, elementary school. She told him. I don't know why that was a thing for friends to tell people. Nobody asked them to. <laughs> why why do they want to go ruin your life right and i'm not friends with that girl anymore like we were really good friends in high school but i'm not friends with her so it's cool but this was in middle school this was for me it was in middle school and which people are even worse in middle school but this guy he just like never reacted i think and then or i never found out about the reaction so i was like unsure but there was another guy that i had a little bit of a crush on that really didn't know i existed and then he was in a class with me and this one time it was a you had to like pair up and he said like a really rude comment about pairing up with me and that went like like this just quickly I was like "Uh uh-uh don't like this guy never liked him again so I didn't I didn't I didn't react in the way you did where I got my heart broken I was just like oh this guy's an idiot and then I just got over it but you know what like I said this is my first uh like serious relationship so I've never had my heart broken by a guy that I was in love with, I have had my heart broken by plenty of friendships and unfortunately family members though. But I don't really want to get into that, but I do want to point that out because I don't think that this is the, that's the only way to get heartbroken. You can get heartbroken literally by like a sibling or by an uncle or by a best friend. So there's plenty of ways I've been heartbroken. Yeah, it's not it's always not love in that great. sense. Yeah. Uh, and I know that it's very different to get it's very different because I think I think honestly I haven't been heartbroken by someone I love in that way, but I think probably getting heartbroken by someone you're so close to that is a family member is probably worse. Because when you start dating, you always... Yeah, I've had my heart broken by yeah, friends. Yeah, but when you, the, when you start dating, you always expect 
you always ex- you kind of like have to know that you might get heartbroken but when you start making friends or you have a family member it's not something you, that's a you expect to happen so it's worse i don't somehow it's worse yeah no yeah i definitely i like try to think back and high school me was had when i say i had this crush on this guy it was young love it's like that innocent type of love and that it's like the first time you start feeling having feelings for boys so your heart's like does all these weird things you get butterflies and all of that and it was very cute and it was definitely different i don't know i think i think that's me right now though so when does young love range because that's me right now (laughs) i don't know i haven't had that happen to me as an adult and like i haven't had butterflies for someone Mm -hmm. in a while i haven't had like a like a like a crush type of nervous type of thing in a while and so i i think that a big part of the whole crush and and butterflies and young love as you call it is just like a lot of media feeding into it i think that it's like what we would watch in movies because i know i had I had a crush on a guy in high school from probably all four years or at least three years and he never knew I existed. But I don't think if I think about it, I don't think I had butterflies. I mean, we never talked, so I couldn't really get butterflies. And yeah, there's that young love. But I think it's more of if the one time he like talked in my direction because he was talking to my friend, I just like stared at him, which is probably creepy. But I... That, like what you're thinking of as young love and all that stuff I don't even know I mean I, I'm not exactly sure but when I think of like those crushes and stuff I think it might have just been me feeding into the expectations I had of like you have to like somebody it's kind of like when I was really young and everybody was in love with the Jonas Brothers and I started and I literally hung up a poster of them in my room that I got from a magazine and I was like yeah Nick's my favorite but really it was Nick but really Oh my gosh, Nick is your no, favorite? Let, let, no. Nick was your favorite? He was my favorite. No, I, I, I chose one, <laughs> but I didn't really care for any of them. That's the thing. It's like everybody had a favorite, so I was like, okay, Nick's the cutest, I guess. But I didn't really, really feel that much for him. I was just like, yeah, I chose him. Um, But yeah, I don't know if I did it because everyone was doing it or because I was just like, I really was a fan, am a fan, and he really was is my favorite because... I don't know. He was just the cutest, and I think he was the most talented too. But that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think their their talent. The three of them are pretty talented, and nowadays I I view them differently as I used to when I was younger. But when I was younger, I think it was definitely more of a. I mean, I liked their songs, and I used to watch the show Jonas. But it was more of like, well, everybody is always at. It's like a something people ask you. It's like which one's your favorite, and you have to answer. It's like what's your favorite color? You have to have an answer. But and I was like, okay, I'm gonna have an answer. So I put the poster up next to my bed, and I had an answer. But I don't think it was really. And I think that the crushes I had, I sometimes I would get really annoyed, or like when they were around, my heart would beat really quick. But I don't know if I would consider it really love or butterflies or anything because it was all about the expectations I had in my head of having a boyfriend and um, them responding to us because they didn't know I existed. I had never had a real conversation with him. I didn't know anything about him except the fact that he was super cute. And that's not really that's not really real. You know, I think the the butterflies I've had now are way different. They're very different because it's like a different type of excitement. I think it has to do with age, though. I think it has to do with like when you're younger, you don't really understand those emotions. You don't really know how to handle. Not that 
I know how to handle them now, but I, I can identify it a little bit more than when I was younger. And, and I say that like if I'm 45 years old, (laughs) but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I categorize it exactly like you, but I know that for example, for me, because I'm new in all this, I I was really slow and I don't know if I really went through too much of the crush. Of course I was like, Oh, how do I look and stuff? But because it was all in an awkward time anyways, I, it took me like a little bit, like we talked for maybe a week or two before I realized I liked him because I, I wasn't really sure. And I was, I was like, I think I was also kind of scared to actually like somebody. And so when he first started talking to me, I was like, well, I like talking to him and he's nice. So why not keep talking to him? And then it took me a little bit to realize, okay, I like him. But um, so maybe that's the difference between crush and like, I don't know if I had a long crush. Maybe I think I might've had like the, I realized I like him and now I'm crushing at the same time. I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, because like if I think about high school, I I wasn't in love with the guy that I had a crush on for four years. There was I was not in love. I may have thought I was in love. Actually, no, I don't even think I was in love. I think I thought I loved him, but I knew I wasn't in love with him because I never saw us having a future. And it was more of like... But you also never... You told me... You just said you never talked to him, so... Were you... That's what so I'm saying. So I never this talked to him in this... You, did you really love him or was it more of like... I think, okay, so maybe I should clarify. When I mean Uh I didn't talk to him, I mean in a flirtatious type of, like, we had one or two conversations Uh because we had classes together. Again, we were in in a similar circle of friends. So, like, he didn't know I existed in the sense of, like, he probably didn't see me as, like, a cute girl type of way or, like, in, in a romantic setting. But he definitely knew who I was because there were times where his friends and my friends hung out and we were in the same, even in college, like early college, we, we had the same friends and we, there were like parties where he was at and I was there. So it was definitely, I guess when I mean, we didn't talk, I mean, in a romantic way, we never flirted. We didn't have each other's phone numbers. We didn't really like text each other kind of thing, but we had some one or two conversations in person. Um, yeah. Okay. I see. No, when I mean I didn't talk to him, I mean, like, literally didn't talk to him. <laughs> like, he was on my bus, he was in my, my little, like, church thing and everything. And I think that was always like, oh, he, he keeps showing up everywhere, means something. But but I never, I, I, I'm not good. I don't react well. So when, when I like somebody, I don't really react well. And I kind of just, so, like, I've, I've been working on it a lot, which is why I've gotten better. But I used to be really bad in high school. And when a guy that I like talked to me, I would just... You're pretty good at it if you have a boyfriend. Yeah, but I think the reason that I was able to open up with him was because at first I wasn't even sure I liked him. So then by the time I realized that we had been talking and I was comfortable talking to him. I don't know. I don't know. But I've been working on it for a long time. And I think that, like, I used to not... You should have seen me in the beginning of college. Even my friend tells me, like, guys would talk to me and I would just be like, "Uh uh-huh, or, like, be kind of mean to them because that was my way of, like, flirting. (laughs) Like, if I was a kindergartner. But, but, um, I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I didn't talk to him at all. I think one time he talked to my friend. He didn't really hang out with our group. He hung out with like the more popular group. So, so it didn't really matter. And that's why I think it was more of expectations because I never actually had a conversation with him. I saw him around with people, but I think it was more of like, okay, I think he's so cute and he keeps, he's in this, he, like everywhere I go, I feel like he's there, like in my, he's on my bus. He's in my class. He's in my church uh event thing so I was like you know when like 
they the media's like, oh, all these things are signs. So then you're like, oh, they're all signs. But no, it's just somebody who, I guess, lived near me. So he was in places I was. <laughs> I want to ask you about music because I love music as a way to kind of connect with my emotions. I use it a lot for my writing. Like I have playlists for each story that I'm currently writing and each song kind of follows a scene in my head for that particular story and it's the same way with just life like I don't know if this happens to you but when I hear a song in my head my mind automatically makes like a little movie to it about whatever's happening in my life um sometimes it happens with stories I think that's why I really like listening to music when I write especially specific songs so when it comes to love l-o-v-e are there any songs (laughs) that you listen to and it doesn't have to be the same song it could be a different because like they definitely change for me but that songs that you like that helped you or that you like to listen to when like your heart is broken or when you're in a mood like even if it has nothing to do with love if like is there a song that you go to that when you're just feeling sad or something you listen to is there a song that or maybe there's a song that hypes you up um, that you like to listen to when you're getting ready to kind of pump you up for the day? Or is there like an all-time song that you listen to? Because like I I have a song that I listen to when I, right now, it changes throughout time. But for, like for right now, my hype song that I like to listen to when I'm getting ready, like putting makeup on or that I stretch to when I need to take a little break from working is the new Bad Bunny song. Um, the Saf- Safera, I'm going to butcher this, Safera song, I think is what, how you pronounce it. I've been so into this song. It's hype. It's awesome. I am sad that it's, that we're in quarantine and can't go out and like party to this song. But <laughs> I love this song for hyping. Oh um, for heartbreak, any Mexican song with like Vicente Fernandez gets me in my feelings or anything that's like banda and i my mom will stare at me when i listen to it she's like who broke your heart and i'm like no one i'm just in my feelings <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah like those are my go-to songs when i'm like in my feelings and when i want to hype up so do you have anything <laughs> okay i i don't really have one song i for me, music is kind of like television where it's just what's going on at the moment and what I'm feeling. I I definitely, like, sometimes when I'm, like, getting ready and I really want to get hyped up, a lot of times I do Hispanic, like, songs that are, like, on the radio, like, reggaeton or, like, just really good ones. Sometimes I want to listen to English songs. Though. It just, it really depends. I don't, I have one playlist for writing where I just have a lot of songs that I feel, like, help me creatively. But I, apart from that, I just kind of, it just really depends on what I'm feeling and what I what song I really because sometimes I'm like I want to listen to this type of singer and it just really depends on my mood and all that but I mean first of all you can totally you can totally put some put your bad bunny song and dance to it I've been doing that I found I since we found out that I can connect my phone to my tv I've been using it as a speaker and then I just like since I'm in quarantine in my room I've just been like having a little dance party with myself <laughs> I'll put the song and then I'm just like over here dancing nobody's watching literally like nobody's watching because nobody is watching I'm stuck in my room and the second (laughs) but I do think something interesting so when we talk about love songs I used to 
listen to love songs a lot because they're very popular. There's, I feel like it's like the easiest way for an artist to get famous. And I used to write, I, I, I write songs and I used to write a lot of love songs. Most of them would go straight to heartbreak because I don't know why I've always gone the dark way. But I, I, now when I listen to something that is talking about love, I get real scared. And I have a, like a playlist of songs that have been dedicated to me by my current boyfriend. And when, like, when he sends me something like that, I, for me, I take every single word very seriously. So they scare me because, you know, those songs get intense. And so now when I hear a song about love, I no longer mm-hmm. just hear it. And I'm like singing along. Now when I hear it, I'm like, oh, shoot, am I going to feel like that? And the when I started going out with him and we weren't like official yet or anything, I found the sticky of like part of a chorus of a song that I had written that was really intense in like my agenda at work I had like I guess I wrote it in lunch and it was like just the chorus and I stuck it somewhere and then I suddenly saw it and it was like really deep about like how like it was about like knowing you were gonna get heartbroken when you got into a relationship or something like that that it got really deep and I was I read it and I was like oh my god (laughs) and I just you know what? Being in a relationship has really changed my view on these songs. Before, I think I used to just like always listen to them. But now when I hear them, I kind of get scared. I'm like, these are feelings. Like what? It just, it really, I don't even know how to describe it. It's very different, I think. I think I used to enjoy them more and now they scare me a little bit. (laughs) I just think it's really interesting though how different I see them now. Yeah, I I, I do. I love music. I think it's such a great way to express yourself i mm-hmm. i'm not a songwriter i've never tried so I, I don't i wouldn't know but it's definitely a talent like there are some amazing songs out there whether the artist yeah. wrote it or not like the songwriters are like really like it's, it's a hard job like i could not imagine popping songs like that because like a book takes months and i'm pretty sure a song does too but like the way it, i feel like it just goes much so much faster because music is constantly changing whereas like books it's expected that it takes around like a year to develop a new book from a new author from the same author Mm -hmm. or something whereas like music you have an artist with like an album of 12 songs and you know not all artists write their own music but the ones that do like taylor swift like that's so cool that like the mindset of writing a song just sounds so cool and i know that you you say you like to write songs so it's just very cool that you do that and i wish i had that kind of talent and patience with myself to write a song um i'd be excited to see if you ever (laughs) yeah if you ever wrote a song and then you sold it like that'd be so cool especially a love song like someone famous were to buy your song and then you would hear like what if i thought about that but i take I honestly, my writing for me, even though like most of what I write is fiction, even my songs, a lot of what I write is fiction. It's like more of like, I try to, I kind of put together a story from like what I saw or what I've seen happen where I mix together, like what I felt with like what could have done. But for some, I take my writing like really, like for me, it's very personal. So when I used to think about somebody else singing a song I wrote, I always thought like, I don't think I could do it. I don't know if I could still, I do think it'd be cool if like an artist, I like bought it, but I think it'd also be really strange for me because it's so personal. Not, like I said, not specifically like this is what happened to me because that's why I always thought it was weird. A lot of song people, they say, oh, I wrote this song about what I was going through at that moment. But for me, most of my songs are not even about what I went through. They're mostly just about things I've seen 
I've always been kind of more of a fiction writer. I like to write stories, not really my stories. <laughs> I I really enjoyed this podcast. We kind of talked a little bit about everything and it all tied into dating and how un, how clearly we're not experienced in it. And <laughs> that's totally <laughs> and that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with having lots of experience and not having as much because our experience is still our experience. And no one can take that away from us. And. But I liked hearing your view on it. I didn't know you had such a different view on marriage and all that than me. And I loved hearing that because that's life. Everybody has different points of view and perspectives. Yeah. Same. I, yeah. I think it's, it's good to hear all sides of everything. Um, and I don't even think I clearly like, I don't think we're the only two sides. I don't think there's definitely other people who have different. So I, I like that we get, we get to kind of speak our truths and our, like how we feel and that we're respectful for that or to each other with that. Um, but yeah, I, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry if you thought we were going to talk about something scandalous. <laughs> it's not, no, there's not much, the, the most scandalous thing was that my heart was broken in high school. That, that's it. That's the scandal. <laughs> Um, scandalous <laughs> scandalous um, but yeah I, please subscribe and follow us we're on Spotify we're trying to get on iTunes hopefully by the time you hear this we are on iTunes follow us on Instagram uh, which is at sounds nice podcast and we'll see you next week sounds nice sounds nice